0: Hey guys, Uh, so welcome. Uh, We're going to go over the executive branch test. Remember, the executive branch is over the bureaucracy and the president. We did the president kind of uh, right after fall break and then the uh, bureaucracy the last few days. Um, Test is Thursday, November 5th. Remember, that's the asynchronous day that we have uh, going on here at Collinsville. Uh, If you're at school, you know, I won't see you because you'll be in your advisement all day. If you're digital, just log in at some point and take the test. Uh, it is on E-Class. It'll be on the front page of the E-Class page. So uh, just get that done. Uh, if you complete the study guide that uh, was available to you on Wednesday and put it in the Dropbox, that is going to be extra credit on this test. So, you know, if you did it then, that's great. If you want to do it now, I, I go along as I go over the, the questions and answers that's perfectly acceptable also and get it turned in Uh, and I will put some extra points on your test grade or if it helps you more I'll give you some credit elsewhere all right well I got you real quick don't forget makeup work from August and September I'm taking through this Sunday Sunday the I think it's the eighth or so so be sure you're getting that stuff done all right guys so if you want to have that study guide out it's either uh, linked on e-class or uh, if you got the face-to-face people if you got a paper copy Whatever, uh, take a second, get that out, and let's get rolling. So when issuing a food recall, which agency would be responsible? Now, this is a bureaucratic question, and specific one is going to be the Food and Drug Administration, uh, and that's going to be one of those independent regulatory agencies. Uh, they, remember, have that regulatory responsibility, and this would be that. So if they find that something is bad in the food, they can always recall it, and that would be the Food and Drug Administration. Uh, which executive department handles the production of all postage stamps, currency, and coinage, manages government accounts in the U.S. public debt, and enforces federal finance and tax laws? Uh, that's going to be the cabinet position, and that's with the Department of the Treasury. So they're the ones that will do that. Uh, an executive department would be a cabinet, and that's what the Treasury does. Which presidential role does this describe? traveling to Europe to meet with the prime minister of Great Britain, negotiating a treaty, a uh, trade agreement, excuse me, with China and writing a statement or letter to the president of Russia. All right. Remember those are the seven roles of the president. You did a little mini project with this. If you haven't turned that in yet, please get it turned in. So I can give you a grade for it. Uh, but anyways, that is going to be the chief. Dip of that. So the president is going to, uh, you know, foreign relations basically uh, is going to be uh, that role as chief diplomat. What purpose do cabinet members serve in the government? Um, Well, they give advice. And that's really all they can do is give advice to the president. They can't really, uh, I mean, they can do their own thing. They get to do their own thing. But when it comes to big national decisions within their department, uh, they only can give advice to the president. The president has to take the advice and do do with it what he wants to. Which executive department is responsible for enforcing the law for all Americans? Uh, that's the Department of Justice. So, if you break a federal law, don't, by the way, but if you do break a federal law, uh, you would face the Department of Justice. They would make the decision to possibly prosecute you. What your punishment would be uh, once you, you know, they they make suggestions about that, and so uh, that would be the Department of Justice. Don't get in trouble with them. What is an example of the president's ability? To check the power of Congress, easiest and quickest one is the veto. Remember, Congress passes a law. It has to go to the president for a signature. If he doesn't like it, Congress can always veto that. Uh, that I mean, a president, the president can always veto a law that Congress sends to them. So it's not a guarantee that the president will just sign stuff. Which executive department is responsible for overseeing all agencies of the government that relate directly to national security and the United States Armed Forces? So the key thing there is the armed forces, that's going to be the Department of Defense. You do have Homeland Security, which deals with national security, but since this deals with the United States Armed Forces, it will be that Department of Defense. What kind of experience does the Secretary of the Interior most likely need in order to do their job? So the Secretary of the Interior, remember, that is um, that is um, a cabinet position, and uh, you know we want them to have some kind of knowledge. Uh, about the, the policies that are going into our land, um, whether it be uh, drilling and, and things like that, uh, taking land for uh, different uh, purposes like building uh, factories on it and things like that. What kind of conservation efforts are we doing? We don't want someone with those kinds of, of backgrounds and knowledges. Which kind of position would most likely carry out and handle a diplomatic situation with Saudi Arabia? That's the Secretary of State. Don't get confused. Secretary of State seems like uh, they would deal with the stuff here at home, but Secretary of State actually deals with foreign policy, so that's why they would do that. What event in American history influenced the use of the 25th Amendment? All right, so the 25th Amendment. First off, we need to know what that is. That sets up the line of succession. Okay, so if something happens, who's next? And, you know, vice president will step up, then we get into a, a long list. But that's the uh, JFK assassination is what kind of prompted the creation of the 25th Amendment. Which cabinet position do the following agencies fall under? FBI, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, and the Drug Enforcement Administration? Uh, that's going to be the attorney general. So a lot of law enforcement stuff going on there. The attorney general. Uh, is in charge of those those agencies. If no candidate receives the majority of electoral votes, how is the president chosen? That would go to the House of Representatives. So the House of Reps would get to make that decision. And we've had a couple happen a couple of times in our history, not recently, and I don't think we'll have it happen anytime soon because we typically only have two two candidates from the two major parties. Uh, But if we were to have some more and they were able to take some electoral votes, then we could get into a situation where the House makes that pick. But uh, 1824, Jackson versus John Quincy Adams, and then 1876, um, Tilda versus Hayes. What is the formal indictment called when a president is brought up on charges for treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors by the House of Representatives? Uh, That's impeachment, all right? And remember, treason is pretty easy to define. It's defined in the Constitution. Our founding fathers were pretty hung up on it because they had just done it. Uh, Bribery is pretty easy because that's the taking of cash and money. But the high crimes and misdemeanors, this is where we get into a little gray area, because what is a high crime and misdemeanor? Well, it's whatever the House deems it to be. All right. So typically, in my opinion, this is done uh, as a political thing. And you know, the people that have been impeached were for political reasons, not for true high crimes and misdemeanors. Yes, they may have done something, but I don't I don't personally feel like it was high crime and misdemeanor. The only person that would have been. Uh, impeached for valid reasons, was Nixon, but he resigned before he could be impeached. The Electoral College cat- members cast separate votes for president and vice president. Which amendment describes these changes? That's the 12th mm-hmm. Amendment. Remember, uh, it used to be just the top two vote getters. So we had John Adams get the, the top votes and then John Jefferson came in second. They were rivals. They were friends, but they were rivals. And so they became president and vice president. That'd be like uh, this go around. If Biden does win, you know, Biden's the president and Trump's now the vice president. Uh, That wouldn't work out too well. All right. So now we have uh, a way to separate that. Which role is the president using when he is endorsing a candidate? Uh, So if he endorses a House member or a Senate member or governor or something like that uh, from their party, that's going to be the party leader. All right. So that is the party leader. What does the 20th Amendment primarily do? It reduces the lame duck period in the federal government. So we had the election on November 3rd. And it used to be that the new president would not go into effect to be inaugurated until March. So that's a long time period where the president that people know is going to be leaving office. So let's shorten that time. And so that's why they made it January 20th. So they reduced the time by two months that we have a president in there with really no power. Because if you're going out of office, who's going to work with you, really? What is a criticism of the Electoral College? Well, the winner of the popular vote might not win the presidency. So you know, we saw it in the 2016 election where the uh, popular vote went to Hillary Clinton, but Donald Trump won the Electoral College. And that's a, that's a criticism that people consider and say, hey, well, my vote doesn't matter. It doesn't count. But it, it does because your candidate has to win uh, the state that they're in to get those electoral votes. What are the written qualifications for the president of the United States? Natural born citizen. 35 years old and a resident of the country for 14 years. Guess what? I can be that. What are the informal qualifications for president of the United States, though? All right. Uh, And this is just stuff that we looked at uh, from, you know, over the years. Uh, There's any number of answers. I'm not going to go through all of them. But We said wealthy, educated, military experience, political experience, um, family person charisma, you know, all kinds of things that we, we look for in a presidential candidate that's not in the Constitution. What agencies make the rules for large industries and businesses that affect the public? Those are those regulatory commissions. Remember, they can re- regulate them, All right, So they can regulate Federal uh, Reserve, as an example. Uh, so just uh, when they can regulate, when they can make rules like that, that's going to be a regulatory commission versus an you know, independent executive agency where they don't have that regulatory what is the term which refers to a U.S. foreign policy tool in which the government imposes trade penalties, tariffs, import and export quotas and trade barriers, uh, barriers on other nations? Those are economic sanctions, and that would come from the president and his role as economic leader. Also, probably, prob- possibly cheap diplomat. What are the government owned corporations? The, the main ones are the Postal Service, Amtrak, the TVA, my favorite, because they provide damn power and damn jobs, and then the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC. Go to your bank next time. Next time you go to your bank, if you do if you do live and in-person banking, and see if they have a sticker that says FDIC protected. The U.S. government contains numerous agencies to enforce laws and protect rights. What is the overall purpose of the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC? So not the Southeastern Conference, if you're a football person, uh, but the Securities and Exchange Commission, and they basically – regulate Wall Street they are going to protect you know, if you're an investor they want to protect you from illegal practices by the businesses uh, protect you from fraud all right uh, businesses that are selling stock have to do full disclosure meaning they have to make uh, as much information you know as as possible as legally possible and uh, you know to the to the public so the SEC this is who got Martha Stewart in trouble uh, which presidential role is being used when doing the following, inspecting an army base and observing a training exercise, deploying troops to protect an American embassy overseas and authorizing the use of military force against an enemy nation that is commander in chief? Pretty simple. That's, to me, that's the easiest role. Which amendment changed the way the vice president was elected? The 12th Amendment. We're going kind to of talk about that. How many terms can a person be elected president of the United States as defined by the 22nd Amendment of the U.S. Constitution? Remember, this is because FDR running four times and winning four times. Uh, So the most that the president can serve is two terms or 10 years. Now, remember, the 10 years thing uh, is based on taking over as a vice president, taking over as president. If someone takes over with less than two years left, that does not count as a term. So let's say Joe Biden wins and uh, he he resigns, you know, in year three. OK, Kamala Harris will take over. That would not be part of her term. So she could run and fin- or finish that up then run for a sec- uh, run for her first presidency and then uh, have four years there and then get a second term. Another four, and that'd be 10 years. Now, if something was happening, if Joe Biden is elected and something was happening to him uh, on you know, July 4th, of 2021, that's going to count as one of her terms. So she would get this this full, basically term, and then run for reelection. Uh, which presidential role is being described? Now is the time to jumpstart job creation, restart lending, and invest in areas like energy, healthcare, and education that will grow our economy, even as we make hard choices to bring our deficit down. Um, a couple of things could possibly your chief economist, economic planner. Chief agenda setter, uh, any number of those things could be uh, this role, but dealing with the economy there. What is the term as described by the Constitution for a formal agreement between the U.S. and foreign nations? Those are treaties. We used to sign these all the time, like we sign them as much as we used to. What is the correct line of succession of the presidency after the president is gone? The vice president would take over. If something's wrong with them, the Speaker of the House, and then the President Pro Tempore, and then we get into the cabinet. Hopefully nothing like that ever happens, Uh, but if something was to happen, uh, that would be the line of succession. What executive department was added in response to domestic terrorism following 9-11? That's the Department of Homeland Security. They were created back in 2002. Which role is the president using when he's constitutionally bound to enforce the acts of Congress, the judgments of federal courts and treaties? That's his role as the chief executive. So when he's enforcing the laws, this is what he spends most or should most of his time in is the chief executive role. When citizens vote for the president in November, what type of election is this called? It is the general election. So this is the general election. How many electoral votes are needed in order to win a presidential election? 270. So 270. Right now, at the time of this recording, we're in limbo because we don't know some of the states. So no one has the 270. Uh, We'll have to watch the, the, the counts as they come in and see who gets which states to finish off and get that 270. What is an example of military intervention? There's any number of things you could pick here uh, to write. You know, uh, going back to the early '90s, we went into Iraq, you know, to stop the uh, the invasion of Kuwait by the Iraqis. Uh, we have troops in Afghanistan after 9/11. Just uh, any number of, of military operations there. All right, guys. So that is the test review. Let me know, as always, if you have questions, email, remind, uh, whatever you want to. Uh, I can respond most of the day tomorrow. I do have a couple meetings that I'll be in. So uh, if you're you're looking to respond or uh, looking for a response, if I don't respond right away, it's probably because I'm in a meeting. But feel free, free to reach out by a remind or email. Either one is fine. All right, guys. Uh, good luck. Enjoy your asynchronous day. And I will see y'all on Friday.